Greetings EastEnders fans and welcome to another episode of Albert Square After Dark, your weekly EastEnders podcast. This week, discussing the episodes broadcast between the 30th of October to the 2nd of November 2023. We're in the penultimate month of 2023. It's very, very exciting. It is not long until we will discover who is on the floor on Christmas Day. And my goodness me... We had some theories thrown into the mix this week, did we not? We should be discussing all of that in the podcast coming very soon. Uh, joining me this week is Ree. Hello, Ree. How are you? Joining me every week Hello, is Ree, to be fair. All oh, right. Yeah. I'm all right. How are you, mate? Not too bad, mate. Um, yeah, nothing much to report this week. I did an extra shift at work. I was grumpy about that. It's my first week back at work after my holiday, and that's the worst oh, ever time to go back to work, isn't it? Oh, it's foul mood. Foul it tempers. always it just it just feels like you never went away, doesn't it? When you I know, back. I know. Like, oh, I'm back here again. Brilliant. Yeah. Ugh, it's rubbish. Absolutely rubbish. I should just stay on holiday my entire life. There's got to be a job where you can do that, right? I'm like, I'd be, I could become a travel blogger or something. I don't know how much yeah, mate, there's loads that. of people doing stuff like that. Or you just travel and, you know, work in bars or something yeah, like that. that. A lot of people do it, you know. I'll do that. That's mu- that I like could see you doing option. that, you know. Maybe you should so have a gap yard. Gap, gap yard? Yar. Yes, I could have a gap yard. That's how, that feels like something <laughs> would suit me. Anyway, right. So, ladies and gents, as I say, penultimate month, which means a calendar change, is time. Ooh. So, we go from goodbye, skinny Sharon. She was oh, a gorgeous picture of Sharon in October for my birthday month. That's lovely. Right, to November. Again, this calendar is literally just Sharon in lots of different sorts of surprised poses, really, isn't it? <laughs> it doesn't I mean, give much away, does it? It doesn't really. I mean, could you even hazard a guess about when that might be? It's, it looks it's a just, recent one again. Yeah. The haircut. Looks, yeah, she looks mildly horrified about something. She's standing in her new house, I think, there, though, isn't she? That's what I'm trying to suss out, actually. <laughs> I think she is. Is she? Yeah, I'm fairly sure she is. But other than that, yeah, that's all yeah, we have. Actually, yeah. She looks as stunning as always because Letitia Dean's a goddess. But other than that, we've got nothing much to kind of throw at that. But there we are. Stunning that, in blue. Stunning in blue. Stunning in blue. That is Sharon in November. Right then, ladies and gents, uh, a big old return this week, which you predicted, Ree. So well done. You saw it coming. You did oh, it. Yeah, well, I yeah, don't naturally. think I was the only one who saw Natch. it coming, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we will. Uh, we're coming on to the arrival of Dean later in the podcast. So let's crack on with this week's Albert Square After Dark. So we shall start this week with what could possibly be the maddest plot we've had on EastEnders for a while. This is bonkers, absolutely bonkers. Uh, this yeah. is Keanu uh. and Sharon and Albie and Karen and Dorian at the start of the week as well, who I didn't think we were mm. going to see again. Dorian made a return this week. Um, this is old mad, isn't it? It really, really is. I, I don't... don't have words. <laughs> I'm, can I can I be honest, right? Yes, I you can. Personally, yes. I wasn't a huge fan of the show this week. Okay. Not that it were like awful or anything, but we've had a lot stronger weeks. It was a week, yeah. week. A week, 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 week. Um, for me. Well, and I think this, this, I think is why because I hated this storyline so much. Okay. On it. The I thing is, 
Yeah, I mean, the thing is, Keanu isn't my favourite character. And, you know, nothing to do no, with but... performances or anything like that. But I no, just, no. you know, Keanu isn't, has never been a character that's really overly thrilled me. So it's, which, you know, in a cast of how many of EastEnders, you know, someone's got to be down there. Um, but the thing, the problem with this is that this storyline, I feel, is going to be quite key moving forward into the, into the sixth storyline. Like, there's mm. every reason why Keanu could and possibly should be on the floor on Christmas Day. So if this is something that we're going to have to just sort of deal with. Um, the thing about it is that Keanu makes Vinny look gifted a crime. You know what I mean? Like he is yeah. just is just as bad. Like the way that he had to improvise this week in order to get to an even worse situation than when he started was insane. So, mm. I mean, we start the week with Dorian's return. Like I said, I did not think Dorian was going to be back because Dorian turns up at the boxing den with, like, his heavies in tow, demanding money from Sharon for the event that he was fiddling to get more money. So he's just a bad and all-round, is, is, is Dorian. Um, there's one little thing in this, in all of this Dorian stuff that does confuse me. Why is Sharon still on her way to Abu Dhabi? Because I thought... I think, yeah. Have I missed something here? Because I thought that seeing as though Dorian was the one that had offered her this job and sort of made her aware of this job, I assumed that Sharon would just be like, well, I guess that's that then on that. But she's still planning on going. Remember, she said, he just gave me the contact. It's got nothing to do yeah, with Dorian. However, true. would you take a recommendation no. from Dorian after what he's no. done? So it doesn't make sense at all from, if just I... from that. If someone turned up at my place of work with a group of heavies behind him demanding money off me, and and especially when he turned around and said, you know, oh, I, I know, I know where your kid is, and all that kind of thing, would I, Helen like get a recommendation no. for him to leave the country? No, silly Sharon. I mean, that would have been a good enough <clears throat> argument for Keanu, really. Like, how much can you trust a contact that Dorian's giving you? Don't forget who's giving you the contact. All he right? needed to say. All he needed to say. <laughs> Well, we wouldn't have had the events of this week, no, would we, Rob? wouldn't we? What a shame that would have been. <laughs> God almighty. Right, so... Yeah. Um, oh, wait, sorry, sorry. One moment, yeah, on. though, about the Dorian thing. Yes. Just just to add to her, the whole of Keanu's improvisation and stuff, Sharon seemed to have that situation totally oh, under control, didn't completely she? Completely under control. Completely. This he is... walks Neanderthal Keanu <laughs> with a baseball bat. bat. Like, uh, a, little, like uh, a, smart, a smart price fill with his baseball bat. <laughs> honestly it was kind of like phil turns up normally with a massive baseball bat that he's practically the only reason that he's not like wrapped barbed wire around it's probably for editorial reasons that they can't show it before the water show keanu basically shows up with a sort of like a rounders bat essentially doesn't he like it's (laughs) like it's ill um but yeah he turns up at the boxing den with this baseball bat and sharon's kind of like i've got this i don't need you to be involved like leave me alone and i think Keanu at that moment sort of feels Albie and his relationship with his son slipping through his fingers and realises that this ridiculous plan that he's cooked up with Karen, who I have to say, Karen, I'm glad that she showed a bit of decency this week. I'm glad that she turned around to Keanu and was kind of like, you've gone mad. This is a stupid idea. And also kind of brought up the fact that how could you do this? As much as I hate Sharon, says Karen, um, how could you do this to a woman who has already lost a son? Like, this is insane what you're planning on doing here. So it was nice to hear that from Karen. Yeah, I've got a few theories about it all, but we'll get yeah. to that, yeah. Mm. Yes, Including well... why she's been like that. <clears throat> oh, okay then. Um... Yeah, so, I mean, 
So Keanu decides, right, okay, well, the only way that this, this could possibly work is if I kidnap Albie and take him to uh, an, another country. So he takes Spain? Albie's passport, Spain, Portugal, somewhere like that. He takes Albie's passport. Can we talk briefly about creepy Albie? <laughs> mummy, mummy. I'd never heard anything so creepy in my life. I mean, I know it was mummy. Halloween, but I know it was Halloween, but my God. Bless him. They obviously asked the little boy to like say mummy, and that were obviously was, the way that he decided yeah, to deliver I know. his life. I it? mean, if it, is that what I've become? I'm criticizing a child, a baby's acting. <laughs> is that where I've become terrible? The slippery slope, problem. I know, I know, slurp. I know. I'm practically going to be a forum member soon if I carry on like that. Um, but it's just, it's oh, it, it was so creepy the way he did it, and they repeated yeah. it as well. It wasn't just the once, one time he said it. He was literally staring deep into Keanu's soul. Know? Do you know what? To be fair, toddlers do say are a bit weird like that. Like my daughter at the minute can barely mm. speak, but she keeps whispering, "I did it." <laughs> to be fair, I've so... met your daughter a few times now, and I'm semi-convinced that she's going to grow up and try and take over the world. So <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me whatsoever. There's an evil streak it's in your daughter. I've seen her shoes on. She just like yeah. What was under her breath? <laughs> I did it, and I'm like, yes. "Okay, what have you done?" <laughs> Amazing, yeah. Anyway, so they do do they do things like this. Doesn't surprise me with your daughter whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, anyway. I mean, Al- don't get me wrong, because Albie normally is very is a very very cute kid. Like I thought him dressed as a pumpkin was absolutely adorable. Oh but yeah, it's just, yeah. It was just that brief moment where he was, whose eyes were boring into Keanu's, like like something out of the Omen. Oh, it was just. <laughs> It was mad. Anyway, so Keanu, this is the other thing with Keanu. Like, he very quickly realizes, oh, well, I'm rubbish at this because Albie won't stop crying because he wants mummy. And so he rings, it just, it just all sort of goes downhill. Yeah. Um, I thought you'd be quite triggered by something this week because when he went, he was supposed to be taking Albie to uh, a party at the community center. And there was a woman yeah. on, the, on the desk that he lied to saying that he was taking Albie to a dentist appointment. And she reminded me. Of that woman that you watch on YouTube to keep your daughter entertained. What's her name? Miss Ra- <laughs> Rachel. Miss Ra- Rachel. Yeah, T- tell, I can see tell that, us. actually. If you're not aware, tell us about Miss Rachel. Who is Miss Rachel? Do you know what? She's a fantastic educator for young children, right? But she is very hi. That's part. That is her USP, though. To be fair, yeah. but she's like hi. How are we? She's very yeah. over the top. I can see. I can totally see why you thought that. In fact, honestly, yeah. she. I can see I- the comparison. Because I saw some of Miss Rachel when I came around your house one time. You were trying to keep your daughter entertained, and it was it was hypnotic. Miss Rachel was. I always am intrigued by someone like that, and what and like that's the, that's her job, all right. So she has to go to work every day and do and film these really sort of like hello children sort of moments. And I always want to know what it's like when someone like that goes into work with a hangover. You know, like what is she Ooh, like? Awful. What is she, she like didn't... when she's hungover? She's Demonic. a pro, Miss Rachel. She would do it on a hangover. Yeah, yeah. she's a pro. Fascinating. Yeah, Fascinating anyway. psychology. Anyway, so, yeah. So, Sharon realises that Albie's... Well, realises A, that Albie is missing, and B, that uh, the passport is missing. Because all Keanu was supposed to do was to pick him up from the party and sort of bring him home and give him a bath <laughs> and just be a, be a dad to him, but he couldn't even manage that. So, she panics, realises the passport's missing, folk calls the police... You know, and before too long, there are sirens going off around Walford. There's a helicopter going across the sky at one point. <laughs> it's like, 
It was like they brought the whole of London constabulary to find this child. Um, mm. And Keanu just doesn't know what to do. So he arrives back on the square with it, with the passport in order to sort of just hide, like kind of just hide the passport back in Sharon's house so it doesn't look like he took it. And then tells her that, oh, yeah, I took him to the park, but I, I turned around for a second and Albie has gone missing. So he's now not only taken Albie from Sharon, but he's also made her think that someone's kidnapped him. There's just, uh, I kind of, part of it is believable because of how we watched it transpire. Yes. But also, it's just too stupid, all of it, to be quite honest. It's I, mean, too, I, I have a feeling. Yes, go on. That this is, it, feels, it feels a bit forced to me, I'm not going to lie. This okay. is why I didn't like it. Okay. I feel like it's all linked to Karen's exit. Okay. Right? And the, it's basically, everyone's going to say that she's done a... Shannon, what happened with Shannon Matthews, right? Perfect oh, okay. kind of person to do it with. She's also got um she also got a video from Malcolm with him on the trampoline. So you've got evidence yes. that she knew where he was. Keanu's yes, not got yes, anything yes, on yes. his phone. And I think Karen's gonna go down for it and she's gonna take the blame. And act like she was trying to take oh, um, So Albert. your so your theory is that Karen isn't gonna die. You think Karen might get arrested? Yeah, I think she's going to get arrested Ooh, for this. That might be When it all eventually comes out. Because how's it going to get... It's so stupid, I, but the yeah. only trace they've got is with Karen. So then Keanu can play along and she can say, yeah, I took Albe because yeah. you know, I didn't want Sharon taking him. Everyone's witnessed Karen being awful to Sharon. It's just me. I think that's what it's all about. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was kind of wondering because everybody was sort of theorising that, oh, well, Karen's leaving and there's a fire coming up. So, you know, they've kind of put two and two together. But I was kind of wondering, well, why would, apart from the fact that Bernie works in there, yeah. but why would Karen die in the cafe fire? It wasn't, I wasn't sure how that logistically would work, but your theory makes a lot of sense, to be fair. That, that does yeah, make a lot of sense. She could still be in the fire. She might think Bernie's in there and go in to save her or something. You might think Bernie's I burning. Hey! Sorry, that was too enthusiastic. Uh, but yeah, I think genius. Be that she gets arrested. Yeah, I mean, the, the Keanu doesn't even end it there. Oh, no, he's got one more trick up his little sleeve. When he actually, he writes a fake ransom note, posts it through Sharon's letterbox, demanding 50 grand in order to kind of get money off Sharon in order for Albie to re be returned safely. What's betting, the pen and papers come from Karen's flat as well. Just oh, to add more evidence into the mix. Maybe, I would, I you know, well, normally I would kind of be like, yeah, that 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 could work. But think about which police force we're dealing with here. I don't think the Warford Police are capable. I don't think Warford Police are capable of that level of depth, forensic depth. I yeah, really don't. <laughs> but enough. I think the video on her phone. I think you're right there. That must. That's there for a reason because mm. I don't. Because why would a member of the family have to send a video in order to sort of? solidify the idea that he's okay i mean malcolm isn't thrilled that albie's there because it sounds like albie's just had this kid dumped on him chanel chantel um what's her name Sh um Shanae, no what's her name candice thank you um i think i much sleep last night candice has um sort of gone off on a trip so this poor malcolm is clearly looking forward to spending the week on his own and like watching the racing or something and he's had this baby dumped on him that he barely knows <laughs> this is the other thing that didn't make sense to me that he says go and take him to and to Candice's. And then yeah. she just leaves him with this Malcolm. Why has she not stayed then? Why did she then come back? I didn't... No. It's well, all just a bit... I don't yeah. know, it just doesn't make sense. 
I mean, well, to be fair, I think Sharon would sort of work out, oh, and where's Karen while we're at it? And, and then kind of work it out. So presumably well, that, that's... At that point, Karen didn't know why she was taking him there. Keanu just went over and went, take him to Auntie Candice's ears some money. She didn't know that oh, because they're all this lie. I don't believe for a second that when Keanu told her to take to take Albie there, he even knew what he was going to do at that point. I think no, he, made true. Up, he made it up as he went along. <laughs> Every single minute of that plan, he didn't have when he left and... <laughs> Like, none of that was planned at all. The man's an idiot. So he, uh, with this 50 grand, where is this going to go? Where in God's name is this going to go? And my main question is, how the hell does Sharon end up in a wedding dress on Christmas Day when all this is kicking off? I don't understand. Because, because Ke- Keanu's going to play the long game. Karen's going to say, you better make it worth me going to prison my son. So then yeah. he's going to carry on this plan, mm-hmm. convince Sharon pretend that he's disowned his mum for it or something. I don't know. That's a way of not having her involved and exiting. Oh, and really? really? You think Keanu's just going to make out like he's dumping Karen out of his life altogether and that Karen's just done this independently? Wow. Yeah. That's a deep That's plan. That's not a bad theory, to be fair, at this and stage. That's Karen, not bad. And Karen would do that for him as well. Yeah, she would. To ensure she would. that he's yeah. in Albie's life, wouldn't yeah. she? Yeah, she Rather would. than a son going down. I think that's where it's all headed, yeah. Interesting. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah, It's just madness. It really, really is. And also, you know, I, I'd love to hear what Phil's going to say when he eventually finds out about all this. Where's Phil been these where's, past where's couple of weeks? Been? Where is where's Phil? he been? Where's he been? Where is Phil? I mean, Phil? he would what have been doing? the perfect person to sort out all the Dory yeah. stuff. And he totally would have. In fact, in, Arthur is Jim anyway. So where's yeah, he been? Yeah, I, surpri- I am surprised. Phil, like the past couple of weeks with all the Jay stuff and now all this, Phil's not yeah. been seen. I'm really surprised because mm. Phil would feels like he should have been quite a key component in both of those stories. So it's yeah, Phil's yeah. kind of missing at the moment, missing in action, so to speak. Um, so yeah, so that isn't a bad theory, I have to say. I think you might I think you mm. might be onto something there. That's mm. not bad at all. Um, I just think it's madness. Absolute madness. But how are they gonna how are they actually gonna get Albie back? Sharon's surely not gonna cough up this fifth day. She's gonna go to the police with this ransomware. You think? You think? Oh no, because Keanu wrote don't involve the police on his ransom note. So she <laughs> <laughs> she has to see what he says on the ransom oh, note. Just it's just mad. like a teenage boy trying to play this a is really it. bad prank, isn't it? It really, literally is. Like this is this is. I just. It's the fact that he's clearly just not planned any of this out, and he's improvising and flying by the seat of his pants at every turn of this. It, and you know, it is. You know, he's so right, stupid. Just another thought. Karen keeps saying, you know, Albie can't keep anything to himself, so he's blatantly going to go back to Sharon and be like, well, I mean, I'm not I about to a trampoline. Uncle Malcolm's in, yeah. I met my cousin Princess, and I was yeah. on a trampoline. Yeah. This is where it's all going to be, isn't it? It's all leading to it, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, this isn't going to go well for Keanu whatsoever. So, um... Karen, it's not going to go well for... Well, it's not going to go well for you. either of them. Yeah, I think, that's mm. a, I think that's a very good idea. And that's an interesting theory other than Karen dies. Because I think we were all sort of like, well, why would Karen ever leave? So clearly she's going to get killed off. But you might have broken through it there. I think that's mm. a very... That would be quite a Karen-type exit. I quite like that as an idea. Which you'll have to wait and see because I have a feeling it's going to be next week. I do have a feeling because stuff is kicking Ooh. off next week. Let me tell you. Very exciting. Um, anything else to discuss with this? Re- Ridiculous story. <laughs> no, just other than I absolutely hated it. Sorry. Yeah. They, Not you hated. Know. Weren't a massive fan. Not hate, but no. weren't a massive fan of it. I just feel that Keanu is going to be a key character in the sixth storyline going forward. Like he is Sharon's man. 
You know, he yeah. is Sharon, he's the oh, one that Sharon yeah. might potentially kill. Mm. So it's yeah, th- like it or not, we're here. <laughs> so we're gonna have to mm. we're gonna have to deal with this now. Um, I think it, I think the issue with it is is that because it's one of those stories that some characters have to act a bit dumb in order for it to happen. You know what I mean? So yeah. I like I don't I I struggle to think that Sharon wouldn't be seeing through this quite quickly, especially if she's not going to realize all of this until Christmas. Like, yeah, if Keanu manages in, to keep Sharon in head, for this long, in her head, it's just where the f is my son? Yeah, where is yeah. my three-year-old son? So, yeah, she wouldn't be necessarily thinking clearly. To be fair, but the rational side of you'd be going, "Well, this don't add up. This don't add up, and this don't add up." So, yeah. you're definitely in on it. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see, yeah. right, ladies and gents? Mm. Let us know in the comment section where you think this story is going. How do you think? Aaron is going to be leaving and how long can this ridiculous plan of Keanu's actually play out for? Let us know in the comment section below or by any of our social media outlets. On to Jay and Ben now. Nothing, it wasn't a massive part of the week this, but uh, we got a bit of insight into what was really going on with Jay this week in the run-up to the crash. Um, they have a heart-to-heart, Jay and Ben, about the accident and where, sort of where Jay's head was at. And they sort of, uh, right, so, I mean, I've got this right, haven't I? Like J- Ben was worried that this might have been a suicide, because I think Lexi put the idea in his head. But Jay sort of said, well, no, it wasn't. I was just off my head. But you kind of get the feeling that it might, you know, he he's not that far from being in that mindset. Well, he, he actually said, I don't have the guts to do it. Yeah, so I know, but he was saying he's, that like, he's at rock bottom. Yeah, he's definitely, yeah. definitely depressed, I think yeah. it's safe to say. But like he said, he wouldn't have the guts to do it. Yeah, it's paraphrasing him. Yeah, yeah I, I don't you... think I don't think that he would, in fairness. I don't think that that No. I think he is at rock bottom, but I can't mm. imagine like he said, he probably just don't do it. He don't yeah, do I mean, something like that. I, he's not yeah. quite in that spiral. Yeah. Yet. But he's definitely at it. Yeah, I think that's the key thing there, isn't it? It's mm. a yet. Like, I think he's sort of, yeah. if anything, this was a warning to himself and to the people around yeah. him that Jay is at his lowest ebb it's possible to be at this moment. Yeah. Um, something else that you predicted last week that I didn't even think about occurred this week when the police turned up uh, wanting uh, consent to Jay's blood tests. Now, he's now said, well, no, you can't. So what is the yes. police? what's the police's next move now that he said that? Well, I Googled this because I was so interested. There was a link for you. That was tenuous. There you are. That wasn't planned. Yes. What did you What did you discover, Louis? And um, he doesn't have... So basically, it's about capacity. And now mm-hmm. that he's in the capacity to make that decision as to whether they take his sample and he's declined, I think it is classed as an offence. Which kind of makes you wonder, why do they even ask the consent in the first place? Well, it's like if you got caught, let's say they pulled you over for drink driving and you refused yeah. to do, you, you refused to give them your breath. I can't remember the blooming name. Give them your breath. <laughs> a breathalyzer. You refuse to and give you them your to breath. Use the breath- <laughs> you refuse to use a breathalyzer or give them a specimen like urine or blood or whatever. That's yeah. an offence. Yes. And it's. I think it's similar in this circumstance. <laughs> But I were I were reading about it. I mean, it weren't relevant to this, but it we're all this thing about if the um, Put to a hole, did you? Capacity. So let's say he was yeah. So let's say he was still in the coma, and yes. the police came and said we need a sample. Yeah, they have they have to get like a le- uh, like a 
a, do a doctor who has to make the decision legally with the police or something oh, as to whether okay. they can actually take it. So there's a lot to do with consent with it. Interesting. So yeah, I think I think he may be up for an offence for not for oh, he's definitely to give his sample. He, he's definitely in more trouble now, isn't he? Like there's no like he's he's the, yeah. you get the feeling that Jay's troubles are by no means over at this stage. Um, so the police are on are now on to him. He's now gonna can you see Jay going to prison for this maybe for a little while? I don't know what the well, no, because I think they'd just give a sample and they'd make him go to prison like that, surely. That's what I, I mean. Like, so do you reckon he, he the, the, he's, he's going to be heading to prison anytime soon then? No, I think he might just get a heavy fine or something, maybe, okay. for not giving a sample or maybe some community service. But I, don't, I can't see him going down for it. Well, he's not got he's not got a spotless record either, though, has he? Because he was just recently yeah, arrested. That's true. But he was recently arrested mm -hmm. for drug ah, possession for as well, wasn't he? So yeah, I think I think this is this might be the start of something else entirely, which isn't great news for him. Does Callum not have like a duty of care? Is that the word? Does no. he not have, is he not supposed to declare that he knew that he was on drugs oh, when he was driving? Let's not pretend for a second that Callum is going to be in any way involved in this. <laughs> Callum can't do a thing about. It. To be fair, I don't think Callum can do a thing about this. I think, and to be fair, you know, no, none of them knew that Jay was about to get behind the wheel of a car. Um, mm. So I don't think that Callum can actually have that much involvement in this. He's definitely not going to be able to get Jay off for anything, and I don't think that he can do anything to protect Jay at this stage. It's all sort of very much in his in his court. Um, really, Callum should be going forward as a witness and saying, I know that he was on drugs that day because I saw him yes. and then he got in a car. But obviously he's not going to. No, it's unlikely. Um, there's an interesting thing with Kim this week. I, I liked this. I I was a bit oh, kind yeah. of... There was a moment where I was kind of like, why is Kim getting involved in this storyline? But then you sort of noticed, like, she had a she had a, a chat with Jay about, you know, the car crash and, the, and we kind of went back to Kim's experiences with it, which I thought was a really kind of interesting parallel. Uh, and sort of talking about Kim's anxiety and how we discovered this week um, via Rocky's storyline, weirdly, that Kim hasn't got back behind the wheel of the car and actually has no interest in ever driving again, which was interesting. Mm. But I don't know if that's something that we'll be returning to later on down the line as well. Um, but yeah, she had a really nice, there was a really nice scene between Jay and Kim this week. I really enjoyed that. I thought it was... Nice. Yeah. It was a nice. It's a nice role for Kim to have. She doesn't have that role very often in storylines where she's the advisor. Um, so I thought that was that was quite a nice role for her. Um, and obviously because of her relationship with Lola and how good friends yeah. they were, yeah, it made it made sense. Actually, it did make sense. It? Yeah, first nice. I was confused and I was like, oh yeah, actually no. Well, that. I think also what it did was sort of just reminders again, which has been a real highlight of this era about the community feel of the square. Like, so yeah, I'm mates with Jay, so I'm going to go see him in hospital. I know I've known this guy for years, so I'm going to go see him and see if he's all right in hospital. It's just, you know, it doesn't, I think it could genuinely be as simple as that. It's just that nice because this is a community of people that have known each other for years and know about each other's problems. So yeah, I, I, I liked it. I liked that. I thought it really worked. It's nice. Um, so your prediction for um, what's going to happen with Jay? I think he's definitely going to be in more. I think he's going to end up going to court, and I, then I think, because, bearing in mind he's been arrested for mm, uh, drug possession. possession, I also wouldn't be surprised if they bring back his his um, if they bring up his sex uh, him being on the sex offenders list as well, just to Ooh, mess him up a bit further. Totally, yeah, totally forgot about that. And what if they do find out about him with Nadine as well? Would that yeah, I, that side? I, I don't, don't know. know. Um, I mean, anything's mm. possible, isn't it? The, the thing is, as good a person as Jay is, and he is a good person. We all know Jay is like a, is, is a, mm. not normally when he's on a perfectly normal kind of period of his life. He's one of the loveliest people around. 
But even with that, we know that Jay has not got a spotless police record. So all of that is gonna is not gonna do him any favours. So yeah, I think I think prison might be on the cards for Jay. It won't be a long sentence, no. but I think No, well, I surely think, not. Surely I think, not. I think. Mm. Uh, I don't know, we'll see. We'll have to wait and see. Let us know in the comment section below where you think Jay's story goes next. Okay, so on to Rocky and Nish now. Rocky's problems are getting worse and worse and worse, and so are his money issues. To the point now where Olga is refusing to serve him at the uh, the bookies. That's uh, because he believes, she believes, and Harvey believes fully that uh, Rocky is addicted to gambling, and that is his problem. Uh, whereas I. I don't know. Where are you where are you at with this with the Rocky storyline at the moment? Well, just to make a point, you yeah. mentioned a week or whatever ago it were that mm. did Olga have a responsibility? It turns out I did, was... yes. I did there. Yeah, I was quite pleased that they did that because I think we had a comment. I'm really surprised. Yeah, we had someone uh, on the comment section uh, talk about it as well. I can't remember what they said, but they sort of said that it doesn't really fall into their you know, it's, it's, it, just, it doesn't their really, no, it's not really their responsibility. But it turns out that, um, well, Olga independently sees it very much as her responsibility. <laughs> so it's, well, yeah, that was interesting. Maybe it is because she's had that phone call from Harvey saying yes. it. I think that, I think it, had she not had that phone call, maybe. Yeah, I she mean, it's. about to refuse him. I don't know. I imagine it's in a similar way to like nobody in the square would serve Phil alcohol given the ch- given the choice. You know what I mean? Like they all know he's an alcoholic, so or so they they just wouldn't serve mm. him. It to be fair, Phil would probably just nick it himself when he's in that mode. But anyway, um, yeah. so Rocky's problems just kind of keep snowballing, and we know where this is leading to. I think this is definitely leading yeah. to uh, next week is uh, are the big fire episodes. So. And it was an interesting thing as well because we got uh, some hints this week that all is not well with the cafe's fuse box for the cafe. Electricals. Yes. yes. So Rocky, I don't think, knows about the fuse box at this stage, but I think that was very definitely dropped in for us, wasn't it? So there's something going on with the with the calf's electrical well, things. Well, did you notice that Nish knows that there's something wrong with the cafe's electrical Yes. Problems. Yes, indeed. <laughs> electrical <laughs> devices. Can you tell we know what we're talking about with electrical what devices? <laughs> electrical devices? It's a fuse box. Nothing to do with electrical devices. Well, no, uh, no, because it was a it was an electrical device because technically Kathy was re Kathy was saying, oh, it were a loose wire. And he said, shouldn't you get an electrician in for that? Like and Kathy, though. She, no, she made Birdie deal with it. And Birdie didn't have a clue what she was yeah. doing. <laughs> yeah. I literally think well, I'm Kathy... wondering... You are. I literally think that Kathy sort of took one look at Birdie and went, you're better suited for this. <laughs> for whatever Probably. reasons. But, you know. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be good. I kind of am really looking forward to well, seeing where this is going. But this is very much going to be in the lead up to Rocky and... How I, he becomes well, Kathy's man, I should think. I think that Nish has now recognised this and is, or is he going to say to Rocky, like, well, maybe you should get some uh, insurance from Cafe? Is he going to trick him into doing it somehow? I just thought it were the timing of Nish witnessing it. I was like, mm. why is he witnessing that then? Is yeah, this yeah, why yeah. the fire's going to start? Is he going to put the idea in Rocky's head so that he yeah. can get his interest on this loan that he's took out? Yeah, I think you might be right. I just think it's. Rocky's problems are now just a stage of because Rocky, Nish is constantly putting pressure on him now to just pay off the first instalment of this loan. We haven't really been told how much this loan is, but presumably it is thousands upon thousands upon thousands of pounds because he was really annoyed that Harvey stopped him from winning four grand 
which I think was just going to be enough money for the first instalment. So God knows how much this loan actually is for. But... Yeah, I'd be annoyed at that as well, though. Oh, yeah, for sure, for 100%. I'd be livid. I would be livid. That would be the end of mm-hmm. our friendship. I don't care. Like mm-hmm. I could have won four grand. Do you know how many pints that is? Yes. <laughs> um, but, yeah, do you, so do you think that he's addicted to gambling, Rob? No, I don't think he's addicted he's to gambling. Good. I still don't. No, I think he is so desperate to sort out his problems that mm. he is, because he sees gambling as a quick way of doing it, proven by the fact that he could have won four grand this week, which would have solved his problems straight away. I think he was looking for, he's been desperately looking for that because he doesn't see any other alternative to getting that much money quickly, I think. That is gambling, though, isn't it? Like, you know, oh, it's a quick fix, but he didn't know that that horse was going to win and he would have just chucked 500 quid away when he yeah. did, when he, when he hasn't got 500 quid to chuck away. Don't, because you know I, mean? so, I got so much abuse from people that, that way. How could you not see that he's addicted to gambling, you all said? And I just don't think he, I don't think that, I get what you mean, but I don't think it's that's the direction I... the story is going. Compared to Lisa, who we knew was, do you know what I mean? It's not that yeah. level. Yeah. I think we're both right in a way because I think yeah. he's addicted to gambling because of his circumstance. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. if if he's if all his debts that he's currently in were written off, do I still he'd think never... he'd be trying to go to bookies? No, exactly. Yeah, not. yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, mate. <laughs> it's a hard one, but he is. Yeah. He is also. Sorry, I thought I heard something. All right. But um, yeah, I do. I... Do you think that he is? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's... he bought a scratch card as well, Rob. You know. I know, but again, just yeah. Well, if you buy a scratch card, you're practically <laughs> you, you need a, you need support if you buy a scratch card mm. for sure. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. I do know what you mean. I just think that it's I ju- I just think it's just desperation. Hence why we now think that he's going to be the person that starts the calf fire because for the insurance because mm. he needs the money. Um. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see how it all plays out. I get what you mean, though. And I thought it was interesting that Harvey is now utterly convinced that he is completely well, and utterly addicted to it and rang Olga to make sure that she doesn't serve him again. But to be fair, if Harvey's thinking it and he knows the entire situation, then possibly yeah. he is. You know, because yeah. he knows exactly what's going on and he's still saying you're addicted to gambling now. Or yeah. he's trying to nip it in the bud before it... It gets there again, yeah. But then Rocky is up, mind you. I suppose if you're if you're if you're Harvey in that situation, no matter what Rocky's going to say, because the first thing an addict is going to say is, "I'm not addicted." Otherwise, you wouldn't be. You know, you wouldn't you wouldn't be in that Mm. situation. So yeah, it's yeah, it's interesting. He did say it to Nish, Rocky. Rocky uh, Nish went in, didn't he, to the car lot and said, Mm. "So is this why you're in this mess? Because you're gambling." And I think Rocky said, "Yeah," but obviously we know it's actually because of Joe. Because it's Joe, and because Nish is making that. it ten, t- Nish, Nish is making it ten yeah. times worse as well. So it were interesting that he went, yeah, that he mm. that he said it was because of the gambling, Rocky, because he wouldn't have thought that he'd admit to it. I don't know. Yeah. Either way, I don't think that's part of it. It's actually that important moving forward into what we know is going to happen next week. Yeah. This is all. This is basically all of this, whether it's a gambling addiction or whether it's just desperation, is leading mm. him to possibly we think setting fire to the calf next week um 
So, I mean, I'm, are we excited about the fire next week? I feel like it's going to be big. I've seen a couple of pictures uh, which suggest that it's going to be explosive. It's going to be. It's going to be some fiery drama. Um, I think it's it's going to be really, really good. And just so you know, I have got the title for next week's podcast episode in my head already. And I've had it in my head since they announced that there was going to be a fire. So let me well, tell, tell you. Well, tell me when we tell me when we start recording. No. I saw your purse. <laughs> yeah, you are. You're going to tell oh, me. Oh, yeah. Am I going to tell you? Okay, fair yeah, enough. I'm trying um, to guess. Okay then. Um, so yeah, I think that was basically all this was really this week. Um, just kind of setting the seeds, setting the pathway for what we think is going to be occurring next week. We might be wrong. It might just be the fuse box does happen to blow, but I don't think that's what's going to happen. I don't think it is. It Where's the story? Even, what if it, it could even be Nish himself rather than Rocker who does it because he wants the money or something? I can't mm. see Nish doing that, but you never know. No. Do uh, well. So final predictions for next week. Do you think anyone's going to die next week? Oh, because you've already kind yeah. of you've storied away what might happen to Karen. So if if it doesn't involve Karen, where do you do, what do you think the casualties no, will I, be in this situation? I can't see him right. I can't see him killing Karen off. I think it's pointless, especially okay. when they've got an easy out. Now, okay. now you've written it. It is yeah. <laughs> they could be listening. They could be listening to this and going, "Oh damn, why didn't we think of that?" <laughs> well, I'm saying that. I think really obvious that it, that's where it potentially ended after this week. No, I don't. I don't know who they'd kill off. Bernie could kill off know. Bernie, and then Karen be upset about it. Rocky, and that's how she exits. Or could Rocky or himself Rocky, die? Yeah, because yeah, we know that he's going, don't we as well? Mm. Mm. Interesting. Can't wait. Looking forward to next week. It's mm. going to be good and big and explosive. Boom. Yeah, um, and it's probably all going to be set at night because the square looks great when it's bathed in night and fire. I love it. Can't wait. Very Ooh. exciting. And it's Ooh. bonfire night as well on Sunday. Yes. So are they going to be in the air as well? Ooh. Ooh. They'll always remember the 5th of November. <laughs> hey. Very exciting. Uh, right, so final storyline of the week, ladies and gentlemen, and we have had a horrific return. So all the way back in February, we had inklings that a certain person might be returning to the square. It was just a throwaway comment. Well, it wasn't a throwaway comment. It was actually, it felt like quite an important scene. But all this time, we've sort of been like, is Dean coming back? Is Dean coming back? It feels like Dean might be coming back. Uh, Dean has officially made his return. Uh, he turned up on Halloween to give uh, Linda a nasty shock while she was dressed up as a Halloween character. By the way, can we talk about Elaine's Halloween outfit? Stunning. <laughs> I thought she looked amazing. <laughs> I love, I always love it when characters in a soap who are nine times out of ten normally supposed to be kind of not that well off and not sort of, you know, but whenever a soap does a does a, a scene where the characters have to dress up, they all dressed up like to the absolute nice that like they've hired them from TV studios. It's amazing. <laughs> and Elaine looks stunning this week, I thought. Um, but yes, Dean has returned. What do you think? Were you, were you in any way surprised to see Dean? Ignoring yeah. ignoring the league. Um, but were you, would you, if that hadn't have happened, would you have been at all surprised to see no, him? No, that leak were nothing. We all knew we were coming back, no, to be honest. It didn't that feel surprising. It didn't spoil anything. No, I don't if think I, so. If, it's almost a bit disappointing that we found out that there was that comment in February because everyone's been clinging to it with this mystery. That's it would have been true. More yeah. Surprising had we not had that, but yeah. also it would have been too random had we not had that. Mm. So I it mean, makes we sense. we have been saying now for a, a little while. You know, the later on in the year it got, 
how it would feel like the, if it is Dean on the floor on Christmas Day. It would feel a bit of a cheat because of all the build-up we've had before then. Mm. Now he's here, weirdly, it feels still quite a while until we get to Christmas Day. So has has your feelings on that changed at all now he's here? I don't know because it's... <laughs> It's not like he's winning people over, is it? Everyone's no, instantly he's got no friends. He's back. Billy No Mates, is Dean at the moment, and quite right too. So it wouldn't, I don't know, now he's here. It's still not that long though, really. It would be a bit of a It's not, really. but you're sort of looking at Dean now, right? So, I mean, they brought him back for some interesting reasons. So it turns out that Jade, his daughter, who he had with Shabnam all those years ago, oh, I want Shabnam back. I loved Shabnam. Who's now how old? Jay, I, right? Yeah, I couldn't believe I this. Still six in my so head. did I. So <laughs> did I. <laughs> These kids. Oh no, are... a few years have gone by. Kids age, Ray. It's weird, isn't it? You'd think you'd know that being a mother now. No, neither did I. Kids, right? Kids age. Who knew? Who knew? I was amazed. I genuinely thought Jade was about eight, but it turns yeah. out she's 15. Um, but this is a kid that has like. Can't say it. Cystic fibrosis. Cystic fibrosis. Cystic fibrosis. And then it's a sadistic fibrosis. That's that's not it. Cystic fibrosis. Cystic. Um, and she sadly is apparently um on she's probably quite close to dying quite soon. So this is why Dean Mm. has come back because he wants to be close to Jade in her final days. Um, and we were all, you know, and everyone on the square was a sort of bit like, yeah, right, whatever. But Stacey rings Shabnam and it turns out all to be true. So he's there for the reasons that he says he is. But it was a bit mad for him to just walk into the Vic and not expect Linda to try and chase him out of the kitchen with a knife. (laughs) I've got got a huge issue with the Vic security. Uh, Why is that cellar door always unlocked? Always unlocked, isn't it? Yeah. Always unlocked. In the middle of London as well. Come on. It needs bolting even when you're in. What are they playing at? To be fair though, I wouldn't break into any of the properties in Albert Square. If you knew who lived, if you knew if you knew who lived around Albert right. Square, I wouldn't dare. No, no, no. In fact, if anything, mm. that place should be the most secure. That should be more secure than the Bank of England, Albert Square, for the people that right. live there. You've got bigger security, and they've also got Tyson the dog. And Tyson the dog looks to me like someone who would who would ankle bite anyone that came anywhere near him. Um, so. Dean is officially back. I thought it was really interesting to sort of see the reactions. And I loved the sort of history lesson we got between him and Chelsea. That was nice because mm. I forgot. I, I'll be honest. I had completely forgotten about their connection when before Dean was uh, a nasty person and she was calling him Dino and all that kind of thing. It was really it was really nice to sort of see. I mean, I shouldn't be surprised in this era because this is an era that knows its EastEnders history. So it's it's it was great to see. Um, and I thought even though that, you know, even though he knew old Chelsea knew Chelsea was absolutely great in the scenes and they both bounced off each other really well. I thought it was really, really good. Yeah. Yeah, It did feel like it's weird with Chelsea because when I look back now, I do pictures Zara Abrahams. Yeah. Even though obviously it wasn't. Even though that's how good she is. Zara Abrahams. She is an amazing recast to the stage where you just do think she's been there for years and years and years. She is amazing. Um, until I watch it, until I randomly watch classic EastEnders, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, that was old she Chelsea. She was really yeah. tall, weren't she? Wasn't like, she just? Yeah, really, really tall. Really comparison. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, do you think that there's going to be any sort of future development with Dean and Chelsea? Bearing in mind, we know Chelsea's taste in men is always awful. <laughs> so, well, we know that Denise is involved in the six, so. Is there, there is a link somehow yeah. there. There is a lot of reasoning 
that would make perfect sense for Dean to be on the floor on Christmas Day. Because mm, there, is. there is a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of history even just amongst the six with Dean. With Linda, Stacey's got history with Dean. Um, obviously, Denise via Chelsea has got history with Dean. So, well, Denise you know, were his stepmom. Exactly. Sure. You know, and if you're talking about rape within that, within the six, you know, there's been a few theories kicking around that that's going to be sort of the, the motive for the death mm. that's on the floor. So in terms of people that have been through that you've got linda you've got kathy you've got stacy you know so suki. it's suki exactly so it's very much a, it possible for dean to be on the floor um and does he overtake nish as the most deserving to be on the floor do you think oh it's hard I to think, tell isn't it well equally to be honest yeah they're about on the, they're about on the same level aren't they mm, yeah definitely it's, i just I don't know whether it, I still think it could be somebody that we're not expecting. It's almost too obvious with Dean as well. I know what you mean. This is the thing. This is the thing with bringing someone like Dean back because we know what he is and who he is and the fact he's an awful, awful, awful person. It's really kind of hard to sort of see how he isn't on the floor. Which, as you say, does that make him way too obvious to be on the floor? Mm. But then at the same time, what could he possibly do beyond Christmas Day? Like, how much story have we got with Dean? Well, having, yeah, have they just brought him back for this stint as a little red herring? Or have they, I don't know, what can he do? Well, then, surely she could come back. That'd give him a bit, well, this a bit is more the other reason thing. to be on the square if she does yeah. come back. This is the other thing. So we got some in, we got some um, new information on, on Shirley's whereabouts this week. So apparently Shirley's currently in a psych ward, which in all or honesty, was. I, or was in a psych ward, which in all honesty, I'm not surprised by, considering what she has had to contend with the past few years, losing Tina, losing Mick, you know, it's not surprising that she was on the edge. Bless her. Mm -hmm. Poor Shirley. Poor, poor Shirley. Um, but you kind of don't really believe a lot of what Dean's saying around this. So he's basically claiming that um, Shirley wants zero to do with Linda completely, uh, that Carly's abandoned her and Dean was basically, from the what it sounds like, if Dean's story is to be believed, he's wormed his way back into Shirley's life because she didn't have anybody else around her. Which I, I can kind of believe. Kind of, yeah, because if she's so vulnerable and she don't feel like mm. she's got anyone else and Carly's yeah. deserted her. Yeah, the, the only... Thing that doesn't, yeah, the thing that doesn't make sense to me, though, mm. is when he said that Shirley now believes him about what happened with Linda. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't didn't Shirley witness what happened between him and Roxette? I think so, yeah. But and this is the thing, like if you if your son is being I mean, you know, I can't imagine that the fact that he was accused of not one but two at least attempted rapes, one actual rape and one attempted rape, you, you kind of struggle with the fact that she would believe him in any in any something. But the fact that she lived with Linda all that time, she saw what Linda and Mick had to go through to get there. I don't believe that Shirley now believes Dean at all. I can't imagine yeah. that she's done that. Unless we are supposed to believe that her psychological state now has become so weak that Dean has managed to convince her. But I struggle well, with that, if I'm honest. I don't know. I've I've witnessed somebody, as you know, close to me in a bad psychological yeah. state. Yeah, that's true. And when yeah, they're yeah, in yeah. that state and they're so vulnerable, yeah, yeah you could convince them or anything, Possibly. actually, to be honest. Possibly. So... But I know yeah. what you're saying. From what we've seen over the years, it wouldn't make sense for her to change her mind like that. No. But and sometimes, I don't... sometimes mother and son relationships can be like that. I mean, well. I think 
yeah, and I mean, I think the key point in in what Dean is saying there is that if he is literally the only person left in Shirley's life, if Carly has abandoned her, she's lost Mick, she's lost Tina, she's lost Heather, you know, she's lost anybody that was remotely close to her, and Dean has managed to worm his way back in. You can sort of see it, but I, I do, I would struggle until Shirley is on screen at telling me that this is how she feels. I don't believe Dean completely with this. Mm. I have to say. It's, yeah, it's a bit of a mystery regarding Shirley's whereabouts at the moment. Do you think we're going to see Shirley again whilst Dean is on, whilst Dean is here? Well, this is it, isn't it? So he said, if I'm recalling this correctly, he said that she's been admitted to a psych ward twice. And then he yeah. said, and it was the second time that she got released that Carly washed her hands of her. Yeah, so she's had a time so why, since she's been away. So why has she not come back with Dean if he's been her support when he's going through a hard time? Well, or this... why is Dean not staying with Shirley and just visiting Jade. I don't know. Something's not. Something. It something doesn't feel right. And also the fact that you know one of the duffers this week was Dean literally standing outside the pawn shop, uh, smirking. So there's something that he's keeping. He's mm. keeping from from Linda and on us at the moment. Um, I got to say though, Matt D'Angelo is great. I'm really, you know, he's a he's a really really good actor. And he those that first scene between him and Linda was electric. There was some really really good stuff there. I have not, I could not believe how much of a gut punch just looking at that kitchen table was. The way he kept kind of banging it. They didn't refer to it directly, that like they were, were a bit more subtle with it, but you knew what we were supposed to be kind of drawing our eyes to um, and what Linda was kind of, you know, it was mm-hmm. the flat, you could see, you could see it all being kind of flashing back in her eyes. It was yeah. amazing. Really, really strong stuff. And then when he turned around to her and said, yeah, I don't need your consent to do any of this, that was kind of like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that really... actually was upsetting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, Who can blame her for grabbing a knife after that no, comment? so would I. So would I. Um, meanwhile, the reaction from the rest of the square was interesting. So this is, like, as we have now been revealed, you got it right, well done to you. Uh, that Dean is the mystery benefactor. That you sounded Indian... so happy about that, Rob. I'm delighted for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that Dean is the mystery benefactor that Cindy and Ian yeah. have unwittingly gone into business with. Ian was an ass this week um, with that scene in the calf, but then you mm. kind of, it's grade one Ian, wasn't it really? You could, it, it, It's an interesting thing with Ian. Those are the kind of scenes that you can give to Ian without too much of a struggle because he's that silly yeah. sometimes. He's daft, is he? there really because like when obviously him and Cindy then confronted Dean yeah. it was very obvious that he were on the side of Linda. Oh yeah, yeah When Linda comes and confronts him he would be defensive. Yeah, like, yeah. Why not just say look I'm really sorry I had no idea I'm trying to get out of it. Yeah but why did he not say that? Why is he trying to I think, so much? Uh, that's exactly it though I think that's all it was I think uh, Ian does this now and again like he'll have a even if he knows he's in the wrong if he's got a load of people attacking mm. him for, for what he said or done he will still defend himself, but then will go mm. and maybe try and do the right thing later on when he's not being attacked. But it was very Ian, I thought, to just sort of be like, yeah, well, no one proved it, did they? <laughs> so, yeah. But, again, Cindy tries to get out of the deal. Bit of decency from Cindy, nice to see. It kind of gives her those extra sort of layers that, you know, even she's not prepared to go there. Um, but uh, Dean's got them basically to rights because legally they can't get out of this so they are stuck in business with him which kind of keeps dean around it's interesting i really intrigued to see where this goes from here at this stage i still i don't know if it's dean on the floor on christmas day i i kind of hope it's not just because like we say how 
it feels immediately obvious that it is him. I mean, but at the same time, I don't see how he goes any further than Christmas. Well, obviously, Chris Clenshaw recently um, did an interview, didn't he? He did. And he said in this interview that we're going to be guessing until the last minute. Yeah. So to be honest with you, I don't, I'm kind of, I'm almost at the point of giving up because I'm like, well, of course. <laughs> Well, what Why was really interesting? In <laughs> what was yeah? What well, actually, what was really interesting in that interview is that he said about the six that they don't actually become the six until Christmas Day, and we've sort of kind mm. of been talking about them as the six throughout the entire year. Whereas they yeah. become, I mean, it makes sense if you think about it, like because this whatever happens is what brings them together as a group that they they need to defend or hide or you know some mm. whatever needs to happen. So that does make perfect sense. Um, also, we got Linda's trailer this week, which made perfect sense because Dean is clearly Linda's man in that regard in that regard of like the man that she might kill. Um the trailer is very, 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 very interesting because at one point you've seen it, right? It shows yeah, yeah. a it shows someone standing outside the Vic. Yes. Now who do you think that is? Suki. I right. think it's Suki. I well. screenshotted it. <laughs> I thought you might have done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is definitely um, Suki, isn't it? Look, look. Yeah, it's Suki. Suki. It is Suki. It is definitely 100%. Suki. It's 100% Suki. 100%. Now, what's interesting is, if you watch the trailers that we've had so far, at one point there is a uh, the sound of footsteps running down the road. And we haven't had Suki's trailer revealed yet. Which And there's, um, there's been a few occasions over the past few months where we were like, oh, we must be getting Suki's trailer this week. The stuff's been happening with Ravi, the stuff that isn't happening with Nish. We're kind of like, oh, surely Suki's trailer must be coming at any second. And we've kind of not got it yet. So do you know what my theory at the moment is? Is that all the trailers that we've had so far, we've had Stacey's, we've had Denise's, we've now had Linda's, and they're all sort of in the pub, sort of looking shocked and, you know, Linda's cleaning blood off the floor. My theory at the moment is that whoever is on the floor, Suki does it, and the trailer story is basically all the other women in the pub dealing with it, and Suki's running away because she did it. I think whoever the last trailer is is going to be the killer, and I think that person is going to be Suki. Wow. Yeah, that's, I that's totally my, agree. I think that's that my that theory. Be, but yeah, <laughs> it's interesting that Suki's featured like that. Yeah, it? what? It yeah, and there's a couple of there's a couple of moments in the in the various trailers where there's someone mysterious mm. sort of hanging around the peripheral of the trailer, and and that presumably is the same person. So yeah, I think it's Suki. I think Suki is going to end up being the killer, which makes perfect sense, really. But just who does she kill? Interesting. Oh, maybe she doesn't know, Rob. Or oh, maybe it's none of the six. I yeah, that was my other theory. That's what I've been actually thinking all this time. But it was going to mm. be outside of the six that actually does it. But, but if it is one of the six, I think it's Suki. But we'll have to wait and see. But very, very, very interesting and exciting. Um, so Dean was good. I was really, really pleased to see Dean in terms of his role, you know, his history and the fact yeah. that actually with everything that was going on this week with all the other characters, you can actually see that he's he's got a lot of history on that square actually and the chat the scenes with chelsea i loved um so yeah we've got some more stuff to come with dean in the future so it's going to be interesting to sort of see how it goes do let us know in the comment section what you think is going to happen um gold star this week ray oh, i'm torn i'm torn mm. i'm torn yeah <laughs> no 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 oh, okay no no uh, i think i'm Ms. actually Rachel. going to Rachel, why not? No, I think I'm going to controversially give it to Dean, and it's oh, no, no, of course not, but because it was because. But he's brilliant. 
Michelangelo's been brilliant. Perfectly fair. fair. Uh, and I will give mine to Linda because I thought there were some cracking scenes with Kelly Bryant this week. So the pair of them really yeah. bounced off well off each other. Yeah. Interesting stuff. Marvellous. So Dean and Linda for our gold stars. Don't attack us for the Dean gold star thing because I got attacked for giving Theo a gold star once. Oh, really? Well, I don't, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't mean that he's a good... No, no, no. This is the thing. The gold star... I like... Dean. The gold, the gold star is for a character that stood out to us. That's all that. Yeah. That's all that means. Yeah. And Dean did stand out because he came back and he was brilliant when he came back in the scenes that he was in. Very, very fun. Yeah. There we are. Then don't worry. I'll defend you. Ray. I've got you. I've got your back, mate. I've got your back. Come at me. Come Make at me. me. Now. No, no, no. I've got your back, mate. Don't you worry. <laughs> right, ladies and gents. Uh, final section of the podcast is comments from you lot. Uh, starting off this week's comments, uh, we have an email from Adam who says, Robin Ree, watching this Monday's episode of EastEnders made me think about a possible sixth theory. All the women keep mentioning a knight in shining armour. So could a man be trying to protect them from an attack and they get killed in the crossfire? Would love to know what you think. It's not a bad theory, that. Um, mm. My only thought with this is the fact that the the whole knight in shining armour thing was originally sort of conceived by um, Chris Clencher, I think, in interviews where he was where he was hinting about the arrival of the knights. Um, so I wonder if that's the knight in shining armour might be a clue, but I wonder if that's maybe referring to something going on with the knights as well. Or it's not about theory that a man that the guy on the floor might not actually have done anything wrong, which would mean literally it could be anybody on the floor. That's a, I mean, that opens well, to all sorts of headaches. <laughs> In terms well, of I've seen um, who it could be. I've seen a few theories saying that it's Martin, and obviously from trying to stop the air. So yeah, that would be, be the unexpected. To be oh fair, yeah, I'd it? be devastated if it was Martin. Mm. Um, it's oh, I, I, the thing is with this now. It's been so long now where I'm literally kind of trying to. I'm emotionally exhausted already. Just trying to work out what is a clue. Trying to study everybody. The thing that blows my mind is everybody online and on social media who has always been able to study like what all the six are wearing at any time. My brain just doesn't work like that. <laughs> it's like, I to be don't... honest, you've been asking me this week, and my brain is trying to think who it is. I'm much like I don't, I don't think I've got the emotional no, strength to try and guess got... <laughs> anything to do with the six this week. Yeah, no, it's mad. It really is. I mean, I yeah. do still think that it is going to be niche. And I think that with the fact that we've still got the Eve and Suki reveal to come, mm. we don't know when that will be, but we have been in Chris, in Chris Clenshaw's interview, we've been told that when that reveal does come, and I quote, all hell will break loose. So God only knows how that's going to play out. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's not a bad theory, Adam, and you could be right, but I'll tell you what, if it is that situation, it does literally mean that it could be anybody on the floor. So it's pointless in theorising who it could be if that's the truth. I I actually agree, and I'm thinking it's going to be someone totally unexpected. I actually do think that now. I think it's going to be somebody that we've not even had a clue mm. about, that we wouldn't have even thought of. I love yeah. this story so so much. I can't even <laughs> tell you. Like it, the fact it's just the way that it, the way this story has just got the fans in overdrive now. It's mm. just fascinating. I can't wait for Christmas Day, and we're only fifty odd days away from it now. We're not far. We're getting there, people. We're getting there. It's very exciting. Uh, do you have a comment to read, my dear? I do. I've got a comment from our Instagram page from Sarah Three saying, "Sarah Three. Got... <laughs> well, that's how it's kind of spelled. Oh, okay, uh, fair enough." Loved how they all got together for Stacey regarding Theo and now Linda with Dean. I hear they will all get together to find Albie too. Interesting pattern. So that was obviously when Albie had first gone missing and we'd yep. not seen it. 
um, at the time. Yeah, a very interesting pattern. Again, related to the six a little bit, how they all come together. Yeah. Something, I, something perhaps. Yeah, we didn't mention that when we were talking about the story, but there was that really gorgeous scene this week mm. where everyone in the pub sort of gathered around to support Linda with Dean's uh, return. I thought that was really nice. Mm. And again, sort of, it's just another it's just another aspect of the whole community feel that the show has got at the moment um, and how yeah, everybody, definitely. all the friends of the square are all there for each other at all times. It's great. I love it. It's 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 really, really nice. Um, but And then to be fair, the sixth storyline itself kind of lends itself to the idea of support and sort of the girls, the three, the six women will presumably whatever happens, all be there for each other and then be sort of linked together for the run up to the 40th, which is come, which is coming the year after next, which presumably next year is all going to be about slowly building up to the 40th. And hey, it's been a, it's, it's, go on. I was going to say, it's kind of going to give us another mystery for the 40th. Please do. I don't know if I can cope with another mystery. <laughs> but I'll tell you what has been confirmed is that Chris Clenshaw has basically has said in this interview, obviously gave nothing away for the 40th other than the fact that it's going to be Brilliant. good. <laughs> Which, yeah, of well, course, of course it's going to be yeah. good. But he's, you know, he's he said that he is in charge of the 40th, which fantastic. I can't think of anybody better to be in charge of the 40th. Mm. <laughs> oh, it's going to be good. Uh, Marvellous. So, yeah, also, 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 we have had a comment from Stephen Brody, who, considering how much we have gone off about the Keanu story this week, <laughs> Stephen has kind of given us another alternative. It says, I kind of ironically okay. love, I kind of ironically love what's going on with Keanu now. He seems set on making things better by doing the absolute worst thing possible. I almost <laughs> expect him to start the cat fire with some weird justification of it helping him make Sharon feel better. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, we, uh, yeah, that's just all I can say. Yeah, it, the Keanu is an idiot. He really, really is. Wow. I, I, it's, it's. I just think it's hilarious how the young sort of bravado of the square, sort of like Vinny, Keanu, like they all just sort of they're so rubbish by trying to do the right thing. It really does give you the idea that young men are stupid, <laughs> and if well, those and those two characters certainly are at the best of times the ones when, they're, try, when they're trying to help, perhaps, yeah. they yeah, they really, really are. Bless them. Uh, so if you would like to get in contact with us by any means, you can do the following. You can find us on Facebook at Albert Square After Dark, on Instagram and Twitter at E20 After Dark, and like and subscribe on our YouTube channel, Albert Square After Dark, and find us on all your favourite podcast sites. Drop us an email at e20afterdarkpodcast at gmail.com, and if you'd like to buy us a coffee, you can do so by going on buymeacoffee.com forward slash E20 After Dark. Yeah, you can. Uh, thank you very much, by the way. We should say thank you to everyone who has bought us a coffee so far. It's really, oh, yeah. really appreciated. Thank you yeah, so, so much. much really, really nice of you. We've got the best listeners and viewers in the world. We love you. Mwah. Um, Right, ladies and gents, this time next week, we'll be discussing the fire. <laughs> Can't wait. What is going to happen? It sounds like it's going to be a big old week. Burn, Benny, burn. Uh, it sounds like it's going to be a very, very big week. I cannot wait. Be there, ladies and gents, because we will be. Uh, and until then, it's goodbye from me. Goodbye from me. See ya. Bye.